What does it mean to influence differently? Introducing Techfluential from Deloitte, C-suite conversations with tech-driven leaders. In this episode, host Lou DiLorenzo explores why the role of the CIO is changing and how successful leaders are embracing the opportunity. I'm Bobby Brown, founder of Bobby Brown Cosmetics and founder of Beauty Evolution, that is a lifestyle brand. My advice is just do it. Think about what you love and just figure out how to do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect, just start doing it. You you are someone that loves to make granola, guess what? Put it in bottles and get people's opinions. Start selling it. This is Secrets of Wealthy Women from the Wall Street Journal, helping women empower themselves financially. Now, Veronica Dagger. Bobby Brown is a beauty industry titan, world-renowned makeup artist, and entrepreneur who created a global beauty empire, Bobby Brown Cosmetics. We caught up with Bobby at WSJ's Future of Everything Festival, where she discusses her latest reinvention and the launch of her new company, Beauty Evolution. So, Bobby, how is your mom your role model? My mom has always been my role model because she taught me the things that matter in life, to be kind to people, to appreciate what people are going through, and she taught me to take good care of myself and the importance of family. You said you weren't happy the last few years working at Estee, but you wanted to leave. What's your advice to women who are trying to decide whether to leave someplace they've worked for a while? Well, there's no easy answer, and I... Being, you know, positive and naive, I always thought even though things weren't going the way I wanted them to, that I'd be able to change it up until I left. You know, the day that I realized I couldn't change things is when I left. So when I was there, I was still hoping that I could make change. What was one thing you were really trying to change? I was trying to change a lot of things. I was trying to really grow the business digital with, with you know, great um you know, great photographs and great interviews and, you know, everything I learned at Yahoo Beauty, I thought should definitely be part of a company. And there was just, you know, a big company and there's a lot of people making decisions. I read you did the makeup for the wives of those uh, women whose husbands died in 9-11. What do you learn from that experience? Well, that was really intense. And what I learned from that experience is makeup is not just something that's fluffy and I couldn't understand why they even asked me but then I realized that just you know even if it's just a few minutes in their day making them feel good about themselves it really helped in the long run and I it's the one time I got up to speak it in front of a group where I started crying and you know one of the one or two of the wives came up and gave me a big hug and and you know later thanked me because you know they were trying to be positive and and move on. What do you say to young girls who look at Instagram and they say, oh, all these women are so much prettier than me? I think that it's really normal in general for women to look at other women and feel that some women are prettier than you. And guess what? That is true. Some women are prettier than you. So what? Stop comparing yourself to other people and look at people that you admire and see where you can get some of their tips from. I learned a lot when I was a young makeup artist looking at the editors from other countries that would come and just have this really cool style, you know, how they tucked their shirt in or how they wore their shoes, and I, you know, tried to emulate it. What's it like starting a business in your 60s versus your 20s? The greatest thing about starting a business at this age is I've already done it. I've already been successful. I know a lot. I know a lot of people. 
and I know um, I know what to do. And so the challenging thing is when there's only three or four people sitting in a an office. It's challenging, and you know. But the good news is, most of those people do three or four different roles, so it's they're very entrepreneurial as well. Do you feel pressure to replicate your past success? I don't feel any pressure to replicate the success. I do not want the same success. I do not want a billion dollar brand. Absolutely. Okay. Because I really want to keep whatever I build at some at a place where that is profitable, but also that I'm able to really control and make sure it's really great. Knowing what you know now, would you still sold your name? I don't think I would do anything different knowing what I know now. I might not have stayed as long, but I would have absolutely sold my name. What's your advice to women who want to reinvent themselves? My advice is just do it. Think about what you love and just figure out how to do it. And it doesn't have to be perfect. Just start doing it. You you are someone that loves to make granola. Guess what? Put it in bottles and get people's opinions. Start selling it. What did you mean when you said your role in life is to be kind of a Robin Hood? You know, I believe that I've been very fortunate in so many things from the family that I was raised in to, you know, be able to go to college and be educated. And I do believe that in life, what you give, you know, comes back to you. And I believe literally to help people. So there's been so many times where I've seen groups of people that, you know, maybe didn't have the same resources. And I pooled my resources, you know, could be just my network of friends to to help. And I think that's what I meant by being a Robin Hood. You talk about being nice to everyone, but how can you do that if not everyone has your best interest at heart? Well, I I really also believe in people's energy, and if people don't have good energy or are not good people, I don't literally waste my time with them. And so that's something that I suggest to so many people. You realize every once in a while that you've got people that are dragging you down and that the relationship is just not worth it anymore. Sometimes you just have to walk away. Did you learn that over time? I learned that over time, and I learned it the hard way. So, you know, especially it's disappointing when you realize that some people are not who they appear. How do you figure that out? You just, you know, you just, I, it takes me a long time because I am very naive, you know, even though other people might have said, she doesn't have your best interest, she's doing this, she's doing this. I didn't listen because I didn't believe it. But when you finally realize it, then, you know, you just, it's time to walk away. What if AI could help your business deliver mission-critical outcomes with speed? With IBM Consulting, your business can design, build, and scale trusted AI using Watson X and modernize the way you work to accelerate real impact. Let's create AI that transforms your business. Learn more at ibm.com slash consulting. IBM, let's create. The Future of Everything podcast from the Wall Street Journal. Another new episode is coming soon. You're
You're listening to Secrets of Wealthy Women from The Wall Street Journal. You don't seem to be affected by the glamour and the wealth that's available to you. Is that an intentional choice? You know, I... I don't know how to even answer that. The, you know, I am someone that really appreciates simple things in life. I appreciate my friendships. I appreciate my kids. I'd rather be with my kids and my husband than anyone else. I am very grateful that I did not go to the Met Ball. I've done that twice, and I'm glad I did. I don't want to do that again. I, you know, I've had some amazing experiences, but now I really want to do what makes me happy. And, you know, eventually one day I will sit in the middle of the afternoon on a bench somewhere reading. I have not done that. (laughs) Why do you keep working? I love working. I love creating. I love interesting um, opportunities. I love taking chances. And I love, you know, working with the team of people. So the fun thing is that I'm able to be a little more in control of of my creative posse. What's the best personal financial advice you ever heard? The best advice I ever got financially was from my dad. When I called him and told him that I was having major trouble, you know, keeping to a budget, my father, I thought, was going to give me tips on how to do it. He said, well, stop creating, then stop sticking to this budget. Just figure out how you're going to make more money. And I did. Worst financial advice you ever heard? The worst financial advice is just take on investors to grow your business and don't worry about a profit. I don't believe in that. You don't believe in that? I don't believe in that. No, I really do like a profit. I'm (laughs) terrible with money. (laughs) How are you terrible with money? I'm terrible with money. I, I know how to make it. I put it in the bank. And I ask my husband for cash every Monday. And he gives it to me, and I usually spend it by the end of the week, and then I ask him for more cash. And that's been going on for 30 years. Because you like to spend. Um, I, don't like, I don't like to spend, but if I have money in my pocket, I will spend it. I am a very, very, very big tipper. Like both when I go to the hairdresser, certainly in, in Uber, I just, because I worked in the service industry, being a makeup artist, I remember someone gave me a $100 tip. I never forgot it. I was a waitress, so I really do believe um, in tipping people that are doing good jobs. Did you ask your husband to do this for you, or is that a system he said, okay? Oh, no, no, no. I just ask him I need money because I just forget to go to the ATM. And he seems to always have money, and I don't. How did you teach your kids values when they grew up with so much? It's amazing how normal my kids are and how, how nice and good and... And hardworking they are. They all, you know, one's still in college, the other two have careers. I think kids don't listen, but they observe. So I think they've just seen the way my husband and I live our life. And, you know, I'm really proud that we raised such nice boys. Do you think Meghan Markle will wear Bobby Brown for the royal wedding? I don't know what she's going to wear. I mean, I've read in magazines what she does wear, and none of it is Bobby Brown, but you never know. Time now for your secrets. I'm Bobby Brown. My money secret is to not spend more than you make. Just don't go in debt. There's nothing worse than paying off debt. Look out for future episodes featuring TV personality Wendy Williams and best-selling author Linda Fairstein. This episode was produced by Tanya Bustos with help from J.R. Whalen. John Wardock is the executive producer of WSJ Podcasts. I'm Veronica Dagger. Thanks for listening. What's your secret? Let us know. 
Write podcasts at DowJones.com or on Twitter, use hashtag Secrets of Wealthy Women. Chief information officers, long regarded as technical gurus serving the business, are often today's visionaries, evangelists, and change agents for the business. Join Deloitte's Lou DiLorenzo in conversation with tech leaders who've challenged the status quo, redefining the CIO's role by transforming organizations and industries. Where technology and influence converge, new opportunities and value can emerge. 